What's going on, guys? This is Planting Seeds TV. I'm Chris Jones. And of course, today, guys, I'm super excited because I got my boy Brandon here. Uh, we went to school together. We got history together. So uh, B-Hawk, that's what I call him, Brandon Hawkins, yeah. my guy. Can you introduce everybody? Just let everybody know a little bit about yourself. Uh, Brandon Hawkins. I'm with MR, Truck, MR Hawkins Trucking. Uh, went to Tyler with Chris, grew up, you know what I'm saying, caught up and... You know what I'm saying? Just here now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We got hella memories, uh, of course, uh, just from TJC, things like that. Uh, but today, man, just wanted to, uh, you know, touch bases with you, uh, talking about the trucking industry. Uh, I know that's been definitely something that's been on my list of, of things to get into. I love talking about different industries, ways to make money and, and create new streams. Uh, I think what you're doing is awesome, man. You continue to you know, uh, expand uh, with your company. And today I really just wanted to focus on that. And of course you got people in the audience that want to learn about trucking. I got several friends that want to know how can you build a business? How can you get trucks? What does the trucking industry look like in the future? So let's go ahead and break that down. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, first and foremost, how did you get into the trucking industry? Uh, just woke up one day and was like, uh, I need something. I want to grab my CDL. I was in California. You know what I'm saying? Just doing a warehouse job, and I guess I wanted more out of life. Definitely. Cool. Definitely. Okay. Okay. So, you know, being in California, getting the CDL, if you were to get, you know, obviously the CDL in, in California, does that transfer over to any state, or do you got to get recertified, or how does that work? Uh, how it works, you can have the CDL in California, and you can drive in any states. But when you actually move your residence, like when I moved from California back to Texas, I had to uh, get it switched over to an actual Texas driver's license. And there's a thing called hazmat where you do like explosives. I had to take a whole nother test for Texas. They did it switch over from California, like the rest of them. Okay, gotcha. Definitely, that makes sense. Um, so obviously to be a truck driver, you need a CDL. What else do you yeah. have to have in order to be a truck driver just to get started? Just get started as driving, as a driver or? Just as, as a driver, correct. As a driver, you really just need to uh, just be able to want to drive, really. Uh, and take, you got six tests you have to take to actually mm -hmm. get qualified. You got to do so many hours of driving. I did yeah. a class. I did a class, a four-week class that got me through it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's really just getting up and do it. It's four weeks, you can have your CDL and be on the road. Yeah. If you really definitely. want it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it takes about what, four weeks to get the CDL to go through the whole process? Yeah, it takes about four weeks for the written part and the driving part. You have it all done in a total of four weeks. Gotcha. Hey, you better than I am, man, because, uh, you know, driving like that for many hours, you, you got me at three hours and I'm falling asleep on the road. That, that ain't for me. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got that, player. you got it. For sure. Um, so when you started, right, trucking, uh, mm -hmm. what did you uh, originally start? What company did you start working for? Uh, I did Snyder for like, I did it, I'm not going to lie, I did two weeks of Snyder. And I almost stopped trucking right then, to be honest. And then after <laughs> that two weeks, I uh, went up to North Dakota and got in the oil field. Yeah. And that's what kept me really staying, driving well, and driving abusive. What was it about Snyder those two weeks where you're like, man, this ain't it. This is not what I'm trying to do. 
Uh, it's pretty much done with everybody don't like. I'm just on the road, sleeping in the truck, just on the road, <laughs> pretty much. And it wasn't worth it for the payout to me, in my eyes, for what I was looking okay. for. Okay. For sure. So then you transitioned to North Dakota. You got into the oil fields. How does that work with trucking like? You know, were you, were you still in trucking? Or are you in the oil fields doing something totally different? Yeah, it's trucking. Like, trucking has different, right? Like, spots you can do. When I was in Snyder, I was doing a drive-in, so that's more like stuff to warehouses. When I went to the oil field in North Dakota, I was doing more of a belly dump, and that's more of like dirt hauling. If that makes sense, you're going to be dropping dirt instead of... So it's a different kind of trailer, and that's what I was doing in North Dakota. Okay. Gotcha. 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 How long did you do that for in North Dakota? How many years? Uh, I did about a year and a half in North Dakota. Boy, I know it's cold. Yeah, it had its days. Yeah, I did about a year and a half in North Dakota. And then I went actually back over the road after that and did all 48. I had more experience, so I kind of knew what to expect when I went over there. Uh-huh. And I did that for about two years. And then I went and hauled diesel fuel out of Midland in the oil field. And that's what I most recently did right before I got my own trucks and started hauling my own freight. Definitely. Definitely. Gotcha. So, of course, you're building up your experience till you took off and then created your own uh, company and, and obviously spreading your wings. Now, exactly. the people out there that, that get into trucking, right, like they need to know the compensation. A lot of people don't understand what's the mm-hmm. whole compensation to getting in trucking. Obviously, everybody gets paid. But what about like mm-hmm. mileage and, and, and meals and things like that? Of course, you're going to be on the road for X amount of hours. How does that sure. usually work? Uh, they have, I'll say pay-wise. They have different ways to pay. They actually have people that's normally over the road is normally by the mile. You'll get paid so many cents per mile. You got the hourly rates, and then you got more like ten ninety nine, more stuff like without higher drivers on where you get a percentage of the load. You know what I'm saying? So that's the different rates, and that's how it varies. You know what I'm saying? As a driver, because if like now knowing where I'm at now, you can get into trucking, but there's different spots you can get in you can get in as a driver you can get in as a dispatch you can get in as a fleet owner you know so that's technically what they call me as a fleet owner because you're just running the trucks and making sure they're getting to where they need to get to getting their loads but as a driving yeah it's just different and i know that now as of you know i'm saying from where i'm at definitely so how many years of experience do you have now being in the trucking industry about six and a half Six and a half. When did you know trucking was for you? Uh, I'll say when I realized I didn't have to do really physical labor anymore. Gotcha. I was cool with that because I had a physical job. So coming from a non-physical job and you're really sitting, driving, and you're actually making pretty nice income off it. You know what I'm saying? At least what I was, at least what I was thinking at the time. You know what I'm saying? And you can still grow. And become your own boss, and that's everybody's main goal. That's how I look at it. That's solid. That's solid. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you, how profitable is trucking, this industry? How profitable is From my understanding, doing my research, I saw it was a $791 billion industry. So For me sure. looking out, outward, inward, I definitely see mm-hmm. that there's plenty of opportunity. So how profitable exactly. is it to be a truck driver as well as being able to own a company? A truck driver, as a driver, I think you'll make between twelve to fifteen hundred a week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as a fleet owner, if you have your own truck, 
You know what I'm saying? I know a truck can bring in from around, I think it's 200 to 250 a year, 2,000 per truck. And uh, that's what you eventually learn on. But uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's plenty of freight. That's the last thing you have to worry about is finding a load. Definitely. Cool. Definitely. That's the last thing. This last thing, yeah. Get your truck. You know what I'm saying? It's going to move. I can definitely tell you that. That's interesting you said that because I saw a report like with COVID and everything going on that there's been more opportunity for lows due to COVID or post-COVID, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Do, I believe, do you believe there's been an increase? I believe it because COVID kind of put everybody in the house. So, you know what I'm saying? It still brought stuff because by everybody being in the house, they still had to have food and stuff like that. All that still comes off the truck. And then by everything opening back up, we're actually, I would say the economy is built on the pandemic right now as people's jobs, their ability and buying and everything opening back up. That's just going to bring more trucks because nothing can really get to a house or anywhere without a truck if you put it in that type of standards. So, yeah. Yeah. The economy builds, the truck's going to build. Facts. That's one thing you don't have to worry about being in a recession. And I say COVID-19. COVID-19 really showed me that. Gotcha. Because, yeah, I didn't miss a day at work the whole time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And, of course, being a driver, right, uh, that's something you did, you know, uh, previously before you started expanding your company. But if somebody's looking to be a driver, how long can they drive on the road for, you know, how long are they on duty and then how long are they on shutdown? What, what is that time frame? Uh, the legal-wise, you have 11-hour drive time, so the truck's – Tires can only be moving for 11 hours. They have a, a thing within the a total work day. You can only work 14 hours, mm. if that makes sense. So when you first start wake up and you turn the truck on or if you do your pre-trip, that's when your time starts. And by, uh, by 14 hours from there, you have to be stopped legalized. And in between that 14 hours, you can only drive 11. And then within the first eight hours, you have to take a 30-minute break in between or you it's all violations if you don't do it and then within the week you only can work a 70 hour work week total and then in between a work shift you can have to have a 10 hour break off Mm -hmm. so if you work when you work that total of 14 hours you have to take 10 hours consistent 10 hours off to be able to start driving again gotcha i see what you're saying okay that makes sense um now we're talking about all the benefits. Everything sounds great. Obviously, if you're listening out there, I mean, trucking is a great industry. There's a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. But with every opportunity and everything uh, that you're looking to, to elevate as far as success, there always comes with a risk, right? There's always some type of con to anything that you do. What would you say is the con of trucking? What are some of the downfalls of trucking? Downfalls of trucking, especially as a driver, is... Uh, sometimes you'll get to these shippers and you got to wait four or five hours just to get loaded. You know what I'm saying? Just because they're back up or your appointment time's not on. Uh, you can get to a shipper and the load gets canceled, stuff like that. Uh, you can drive and maintenance is crazy on a truck. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not any cheap fixes like a car. You know, you're definitely going to come out of pocket when you're going to have to get something fixed. Like simple as a tire, if a tire blows out, you can't just go out there and change it as a normal car. You actually got to call some people to come out and you're going to spend probably like three or $400 just to get a new tire and get it put on. And you still have to make your appointment on time. 
know what I'm saying? Because you do have yeah. dispatchers and brokers that mm-hmm. need their stuff. And even the warehouses, they need their, their freight or whatever they're trying to get to on time at the end of the day. I see. I see. What about help? I have a couple of friends that do trucking. What would you say about help? Is that help? For sure. You got to think you're sitting mm-hmm. or sleeping. So you, I'll say definitely over the road truck is going to, you're going to gain some weight. You know what I'm saying? That's a for sure. You know what I'm saying? You got it. There's pretty much fast food is what you're going to eat when you're on the road. The truck stop food is not always the greatest. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like you're really going to be gone from the house. Definitely. Definitely. What about family time? Is that ever a thing at all? Yeah, you got. Yeah, I think it is. You're gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your family's got to actually be prepared for somebody to be on the road if that's what you're doing. Because you might be gone for a week or two weeks at a time. Definitely. No, I hear you, man. I, I think this is a great industry for a lot of people to get into. Like I said, I got a couple of friends that are, are in this industry. And I think that uh, if it's another way for you to want to get a bag, I, I think this is an excellent way to get a bag. And for sure. what you did is you basically started, from my understanding, in trucking. You developed understanding different ways of trucking and ways that you can expand yourself and grow. You learned in each area and then you developed Mr. Hawkins Trucking. Is that correct? Yes. All right, you big time now. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. <laughs> trying. <laughs> well, I mean, well, tell us about Mr. Hawkins Trucking Company. First, tell us what you guys do. And then second, tell me what separates you guys from your competitors. Uh, we are actually a trucking company that moves all freight. Uh, we more on power only, and that's more of the truck. And y'all provide the trailer. And we just move the trailer from A to B. Uh, what mm-hmm. makes us different? Uh, we take our work serious for sure, and uh, being on time is a big priority in my book, for sure. Pick up in drops, and then letting just letting the dispatcher, or the broker, know what's going on, in between of the uh, getting it from A to B. Definitely, definitely. And you stated that uh, you guys got four trucks, correct? Yeah, we have four trucks and four owner operators, so it's a total of eight trucks we have moving ahead. Excellent. So do you operate any of the trucks or you just have people that do all the operating for you? You more so oversee the whole system approach and how everything runs? Yeah, I still drive. I still drive, you know, pretty often. But some days I can't because I do have to dispatch or if we have somebody called in sick, I like to be the extra driver. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, just for scenarios, if somebody calls in sick or somebody has a family emergency where they can't make it. I still like to at least, you know what I'm saying? I'm not scared to hop in a truck at the end of the day. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Exactly. exactly. Hey, when you're building a business, obviously from experience, you got to get your hands dirty. When you're starting that. You got to. Get your hands up in there. Yep. You got to make the blueprint. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm interested to know, because before I get into the details of, of your company, things like that, when you were creating this, was this something that like you knew before you started years in advance? Was this something that you like, somebody gave you game and said, hey, bro, I'm telling you, this is the way to go. Look at what I'm doing. And you're like, you know what? That's a great idea. Let me look into it. What, what got you started to being an uh, entrepreneur? Uh, I did the truck driving and I got to a point where I just wanted a truck. And I really thought that's all it was to be in a truck company. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got my truck and then I had all the maintenance and I realized I wasn't getting the full 100%, even though I had the truck and I'm the driver. But you still don't get the 100% if you actually look at it. Uh, and you know what I'm saying? That's 
that's what got me. I drove, I'll say I drove for about two years and I was like, I always heard of an owner operator. You really get to go where you want to go, when you want to go type of thing. And, uh, got my truck, did the maintenance, went through that. And I uh, became a, I started dispatching after I bought my first truck. And then I had all the problems. I sold it and I started dispatching. And that really showed me how to run a trucking company. And then I got to where I'm at now. We got all these trucks rolling, mostly yeah. because of the dispatching. It wasn't because of me driving, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So dispatching was was pretty much gave you that blueprint, that layout of how the systems run and how to really take it to the next level. For sure. Dispatch is showing you how that's how you bring the money in. You're gonna got be it. knowing what each load's paying. Type gotcha. shit. And then getting your own authority is what's gonna make you get the whole hundred percent. I got you. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, do you feel like you're an entrepreneur by heart? You feel like this is what you was meant to do? Like being an entrepreneur is For your sure. thing. For sure. I know this isn't the first company I've tried. Yeah. I just know that. Hey, let me let me say this. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying I already know the answer to it. I'm going to ask you because yeah. I don't even know. I, I've been knowing that you've been hustling. Because yeah. I've been knowing this dude since I think I was 17 when we went to TJC. Yep. So I've been knowing him since then. And you was always doing something different, always finding ways to make money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and sure. that's really what an entrepreneur is. Somebody that's always mm -hmm. finding different ways to make some money and grow the money and develop it more. So hey, hats off to you, my guy. I knew this was going to work out. Um, definitely you're doing some big time. So like the products that you guys have, right, with trucking, what products or what, what do you guys deliver to or who do you deliver to? How does that work? Uh, what we do right now, I got an intermodal. So I know you, if you heard of GM in Dallas, that's kind of the dedicated lane we have. We do about, I'll say we have two trucks doing about 10 loads a day. You know what I'm saying? The, the GM. And then we have this other thing. It's Uber Freight is what we have a lot of the trucks on. And that's like a Dallas to Houston, Dallas to San Antonio. That's really general freight, water, food, diapers, like anything you can think of. We probably moved it. I can definitely tell you that. Definitely. Definitely. Now, you said something interesting because I don't know all trucking terminology, but what is dedicated lane? What does that mean? Dedicated lane is almost where you're going to pick up from the same place and you drop it at the same place every day. You know what I'm saying? For... You know what I'm saying? You already have a set schedule. And as an owner, when you have your own authority, you get a dedicated lane. It's almost like if you're working for somebody and they have the same customer they go to every day. When you have a dedicated lane, you're going to be working with the same people every day from A to B. I see. Mm -hmm. Actually, so you consistently see these people all the time. Same okay. people, same loads, same pay. You already know your rates and all of it. Gotcha. Every time. So so when you're creating, obviously this company, you have these trucks, the owner operated. Mm -hmm. What insurance do you need for it? Uh, there's a lot of insurance. The main insurance is cargo insurance and general liability. Since we do power only, we do. There's another insurance called interchange that we have added to ours. But most likely, cargo and liability is the main ones you're gonna need. Gotcha. For sure. Cargo liability. Okay. And. With your team, is it more profitable to be local or cross-country? Where is the money made? Is it locally or is it going to be driving across states? Depends on how you like look at it. Uh, over the road's good money, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you're going to get charged a lot more when you go into mechanics to get fixed because they don't really know you instead of having like a mechanic that you go to on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? 
So, yeah, going over the road, team, all that's good money. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying good money, like three, four hundred a year, good mm-hmm. money. But you can account uh, for it on the, uh, the back end because you still have to pay for fuel. You know what I'm saying? That's something you got to pay for. Fuel and maintenance mm-hmm. can eat you. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the high pay and rate loads are more short hauls, dedicated, as I said, but just because they know you're going to be there on a consistent basis. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So somebody looking to get into creating a company, they, they love what you're doing. They hear what you're saying. You give them a lot of game. They want to get their first truck. What would you recommend them to do? Obviously, you said you had your first truck. You sold it. You went into dispatch. So obviously, there was lessons that you learned, right? That's part That's of sure. lessons learned. What That's lesson sure. could you provide for somebody or some valuable teachable moment so they can avoid making any type of mistakes getting their first truck? Getting the first truck, it depends on how you want to go out. You can be get a first truck, and I always believe in paying cash for truck if you can. If you have just because of maintenance, you don't have to pay maintenance and have to pay a truck note. You know what I'm saying? Or if your truck, you're not rolling right now, you don't got no drivers, you still got to pay a truck. So if you can pay cash for your truck is the best bet. And then think about what you want to haul or if you're going to lease on to somebody or if you're going to go your own route because you can get a truck, but you can't actually move a truck without an authority if that makes sense that's something i didn't know at the beginning you know what i'm saying you can what buy a that, truck what does that mean an authority mm-hmm. an authority is really uh if you see on the side of the truck it has a name and it has some numbers mm-hmm. and that's what makes you your own company so almost like a fedex mm-hmm. that's what their their authority is fedex that's the name of the company and that's what you have on the side of your truck and if you don't have nothing on the side of your truck you're not qualified to fool anyone so you would have to lease on to somebody to be able to pull their loads. And by leasing on, they're going to take a cut. And that's like when I was saying you can have a truck, but you can't make, you can still not make a hundred percent. Having a, being a truck and a driver, you're only going to make 80% of your load. If that makes sense until you get your authority and become your own dispatcher. That's how you'll get that other 20%. Gotcha. Is it better to buy a used or a new truck as your first truck? I've always bought used. I've always bought used. You know what I'm saying? It depends. It all depends on where you're driving to. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing all over, you don't want to buy no just rinketing truck. You might have to do payments. You know what I'm saying? Buy a higher dollar truck. But if you're running like Texas or something regional, something like local, you don't have to have the best truck. You can spend maybe 15, 20 on a truck, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's really where you are financially on what you're going to do. Because the truck payment's gonna be like for a truck that's about forty, fifty thousand, you're gonna put ten thousand dollars down and you're gonna be spending between twelve to fifteen hundred a month on that one truck. Mm-hmm. Then if you have cash and you can might can pay ten or fifteen, pay cash and be done with it. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Gotcha. That's solidified. Um, now as far as uh, you know, using these trucks and things like that. How many trucks do you plan to operate in the future? Like, what is your goal? Future, I'll get, I'll get to 100 trucks if I can, a million trucks. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because I make something off of each truck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, what I, I want a crazy fleet. And all Definitely. of them just nice trucks. Drivers like them. You know what Definitely. I'm saying? Just, yeah, trying to be big time, like a warehouse and all of it. Definitely. Definitely. So that's the plans for Mr. Hawkins is to be – Worldwide, you want to be across the United States on all the trucks, sure. all the trucks deliver everywhere. All, you know, 
All logistics. I'll do trucks, boats, trains, all of them. Yeah. I like that. Definitely. Definitely, man. That's solidified information. Um, So I appreciate you sharing that. Of course, I I definitely believe what you guys got going is is, going to change the world. And um, as far as um, trucking, does it change week to week? So, you know, I've heard that, of course, there's hot loads. Explain that to me, like hot loads. I heard one week you could be in Dallas, that's the hot load. Next week you could be in Pittsburgh, that's the hot load. How does that work? Mm -hmm. uh, work? Does it change week to week? For sure. It can change from day to day. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like on load boards, you can pick just like when the weather conditions, rates are going to shoot up. Mm -hmm. If they don't have enough trucks in the area for the loads that they have in that area, so you can look on the load board, they'll say there might be 100 trucks in the area, but there's 5,000 loads. The rates are going to be a little higher than if you're in an area where you got 1,000 trucks, but you only got about 400 loads need to go out. Like down in Florida, the rates are real low. Texas are high rates mm. just because there's a lot of freight out here. I think it's one of the biggest states. I think it's one of the biggest freight states in America that, you know, you can make some money for sure. So how do you know which load to book? Like, what is your strategy to the madness? How do you know this is a perfect place to get the load to make, you know, you know, top money? Uh, I look at it. You got to think wherever you're going, you're coming off a load. How I look at loads, I look at how far I got to drive to go get it. I look at, you know what I'm saying, what's it paying per mile? I try to stay in between 3 to $4 a mile. Sometimes you'll get to like 250s. That's about average for a lot of people, but I look to like 3 or 4 dollars a mile and then i look at how long i'm gonna be gone for if i'm mm-hmm. driving you know what i'm saying i know my drivers don't want to be gone all the time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i definitely understand that i try to do like a monday through friday but yeah for sure how far i got a deadhead to go pick the load up and then what's coming out you know what i'm saying when i drop that load do they have something in that area going to come out because sometimes you can get to a dead zone where you go in and drop in a load but there's nothing coming out you got to mm-hmm. drive like three four hours to go pick a load up and they probably might not even pay good. So you got to look at stuff like that, too. But the main thing is dead ahead and my mouse. But I'm going to make per mile. Definitely. Okay. For sure. Gotcha. Now, uh, of course, being an entrepreneur, I've talked about this. We've touched on this. Obviously, your business. Mm-hmm. What has uh, um, Mr. Hawkins Trucking taught you about yourself? Uh, that everything's a process. That's probably one of the biggest things. Mm. Like, yeah, process and, uh, you know what I'm saying? You're never bigger than what you really are, you know what I'm saying? But definitely the process, especially this trucking. It's a, it's a long process, so I'll definitely say that. That's probably the biggest thing. That's something I actually touched on uh, in one of my recent uh, videos. I touched on just having a long-term vision. A lot of people mm-hmm. get caught up in the short term, not knowing that, hey, this is going to be a process. It's going to take five, two years. To really what? Get For real. You know? For real. But it's grind day in and day out. And you got to make sure you enjoy the process. Sometimes, yeah, because it's a long, it's long. Sometimes you want to just quit. I ain't going to lie. I could have quit a lot of days. <laughs> but yeah, For real, I would have quit a lot of days. But if you actually get to that point where you just enjoy the process when stuff goes mm-hmm. wrong, it's like, dang, it's supposed to happen like this. You know what I'm saying? At least mm-hmm. you got the chance for it to go wrong, so you know how to do it right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Stuff like that, for sure, though. That's the, probably the biggest thing I learned from this, and patience. Definitely, definitely. You learn to cherish it, too. As it, as it builds, you learn to cherish that thing, because it's something that you create. Sure. It's almost like a baby, man. When you create something from the ground, sure. 
it's a different ball game, man. Um, Sometimes. Yeah. Go ahead. It's crazy how big things can get when you didn't, you know what I'm saying? You expect stuff to be big, but sometimes it just happens. Yeah. And, you know, it happens quicker than you actually expect. Gotcha. True. Sure. So let's talk about the future of trucking. So we talked mm -hmm. about competitors earlier, but I wanted to really dive into what I think could possibly be a common uh, denominator or could be a monopoly of the industry. I want to know your thoughts. Do you see this happening in the near future or do you feel like it'll happen at all? And what I'm talking about is self-driving trucks. What do you think about that? Self-driving trucks? Mm -hmm. I feel like it can happen, but I feel like at the end of the day, they're going to have to have somebody in the truck for if something goes wrong. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, self-driving trucks, it could happen. But then you got to think about them loads that, you know, sometimes you got to unload it. Or the truck might can't get into certain spots just because it's, computer generated an actual person looking at it because there'd be some tight spots but uh i could see it happening but uh that's a lot i don't know i think it's going to be a while i can definitely say that i heard they have some though i did hear that but definitely. i can see i can see that be more over the road trucks i'll say if you're going from like california to new york them long runs where you're really not doing a whole bunch of city driving where you got traffic and you got just stuff you got to do in split of the moment. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. Okay. okay. Then I got a few more questions for you, V. I'm going to let you go. But, of course, I got to know, like, who made the biggest impact or who has had the biggest impact on your life? On my life? Ooh, mm -hmm. That's a big one. Uh, I don't know that one yet. Okay. That's myself. You know what I'm saying? Myself. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? Definitely. I'm for sure. Yeah. You know, I've touched places I wasn't expecting I was going to be at. Or people okay. around me probably didn't expect it. Definitely. I, I feel like, you know, whoever it is, if it's yourself or another person, that, that's always a good reflection of where that person is going, who's impacting you. Um, what is one thing you say you would change on your personal journey to success? One thing I would change? Um, what's one thing I would change? Um, I guess it's more patience mm -hmm. and just enjoying the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Ups and downs. You got to yeah. enjoy it. Gotcha. Sure. I feel that. I feel that. And then the last one I got for you, man, as an entrepreneur, we continuously have to think ahead. We got to think in the moment, uh, in the present and in the future. And also mm -hmm. got to think about the past and what those results generated. So you are consistently thinking as an entrepreneur. But my question for you is what are your next five moves? Next five moves, get more trucks, get more dispatchers. You keep making calls to get more dedicated lanes. It's really all you can do is just keep growing. Okay. And don't take no days off. You're supposed to be the hardest working if you really own it. Definitely. And you're really trying to get to the next level. Definitely. Definitely. But hey, you, you said it perfectly. I, I couldn't agree more, man. I, I definitely think that's what's, what's needed. Um, to be able to succeed and move forward in life. And, and B, I appreciate you, man, for, for jumping on the, on the podcast, sharing the insights on the trucking industry, man. I think a lot of people out there in the audience can definitely uh, look forward to that information. You guys out there, the first thing you should do is hit that like button and definitely subscribe. And uh, what we will do is see you guys on the next episode. But before we do that, Brandon, how can people reach out to you if they want to know more about your company, if they want to learn about growing in the trucking industry? What can they do? How can they reach out to you? 
Uh, you can get at me at Instagram at Mr. Hawkins Trucking. Uh, you can get at my email Brandon underscore P Hawkins at hotmail.com and uh, Facebook Brandon Hawkins, Snapchat, Instagram, all of it. Definitely, definitely. Well, hey, man, I appreciate the knowledge you dropped, man. And I uh, definitely look forward to probably bringing you back on the podcast. We definitely got to have another For round, sure. too, man. Just talk about this For and chop sure. it up. All right, For man. Sure. Appreciate you. She running the bags. Sheldon noticed she the truth. Running the bags on the way to the booth. Started up fast on the way to the coop. Give it up fast, she done been through a loop. Money so long, I start calling it loop.